Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I am Corey. This is level 147. And if you did not know about us, we are the podcast that talks about achievements and stuff. Joining me this week is our illustrious co-host L. Illustrious? You want to draw me? No, but I hear you use that word quite often. So okay. it describes you well. Uh, we have Koosh <laughs> Moose. Hello. You draw me like your French gamer score hunters? <laughs> you, yes. <laughs> what? With, with an apple in your mouth. All right. And lastly, we do not have Fufu here with us. We have Matrarch. Hello, Matrarch. Hello. I'm not sure how to complete the illustration joke trifecta. So I'm just going to say thank you for having me on again. <laughs> Looking forward yeah, to thanks recording. Thanks for joining us. You drew a blank, yes, huh? Absolutely. Oh, oh, nice. So good. That is that is how this episode's gonna go. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think we're gonna top has that. Been, Discord has been full of puns lately, and I ran across this Twitter account today it's called Pun Hub. Yeah, I just <laughs> I, I think it's probably meant for half the half the server. You might need to uh, make a new bot command. Exclamation point! Uh, I might have to look into that. Yeah, let's see if it happens. Well, anyways, anyways, this past week, not only have pretty much all of us been endowed in the Chewie's Star Wars challenge, but as we mentioned last week, there is a ten thousand gamer score punch card for Game Pass. I think I can't think it's only Game Pass Ultimate people. Anyways, there's a punch card. Uh, We have confirmed that that punch card does not show up for everybody. So if it's not there for you. Sorry, but we are doing a little bit of synergy with that with Chewie's challenge, so it works quite well with that. And before we get into our uh, big spiels of our games and our sales and other things, I just want to hear what you guys have been playing, maybe for Chewie's thing, maybe for the 10k punch card. Uh, just quick highlights and lowlights. I want to know the worst thing that you have uh, have encountered since uh, going for it, and, and maybe maybe a little a highlight. So um, I'm going to start with you, Koosh. Go ahead. Okay. I've got two for each, and I'll make them quick. Um, the low light, uh, one of my low lights is Star Wars Episode One Racer. Uh, now, you don't have to play this game legit, and why would you? Um, so I tried, <laughs> and, and the cheat system kind of broke early on. Uh, a couple races in, it stopped showing my position around the border of the screen, which made it very difficult to tell if you were supposed to go forward or backwards incorrectly. Uh, and then uh, the game crashed, and uh, I was about three quarters of the way through all the races. So, yeah, I had to do it all over again. So that's a low light. Uh, also, I had to play a game called um, Hellbreachers, and that was horrible. Now, highlights, um, Tawaga, I talked about it last week. I really enjoyed that. I got a full completion in that. And you know what? I also completed a little Vayner. Oh. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> called Super Epic. The Entertainment War. Have you ever heard of this? Funny enough, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I seem to remember this was your favorite Vayner, but you haven't completed it. I, I would not say favorite. Oh. Okay. I really uh, I really enjoyed it, and uh, I held the number two spot oh, uh, wait, hold, since hold it came I, I'm out. I'm looking now. I'm lo- wait, no, no. Wait, I'm number two, Corey. I, I don't. Well, that wasn't told you did it yet. Oh, yes. okay. Okay. I was just I was, confused. I was hoping to talk about it this week, but I haven't <laughs> finished it yet. Although you have motivated me, and I've spent at least a dozen hours in it since then. <laughs> Still going. 
we'll, now, we'll this talk may, about that next week. This may be the quickest yeah. you've shoehorned in a Vayner uh, reference, Goosh. But well, um, I try. I, <laughs> I kind of want to hear about this Hellbreachers game. It's more fun to hear when you don't like a game because it's pretty rare. It's um, yeah, it's just not fun. Uh, the the number as soon one, as we stop playing, I'm immediately going to play it. As the, soon as we oh, stop recording, it. oh my gosh! Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna cardinal rule it. number one: jump is A. What? Well, jump oh boy, like a, a switch. It is not B. In this game, oh it is B. Boy. Oh, okay. Oh. So, so yeah, so, number one. Yeah, so go that's horrible. That from oh, my is wish it a platformer? It's a, it is a platformer. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You soft. I assume it's a shmup. You can choose three different characters, three different classes, and uh, all of them have B as jump, so they're all wrong. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> they're just all bad, and then the bosses are bad. The third boss and the final boss, the last thing you need to do is really bad. Uh, so it's just a horrible game. I just did not enjoy my time with it at all. And that's my review. No, avoid. Tell us how you really feel. I mean, it thing. took me like 20, 30 minutes, something like that, so it wasn't horrible, but... Um, it's just, it just wasn't enjoyable. Here's the issue, though. At this point, there are so many twenty to thirty minute games you can play for one K that you don't have to settle for a horrible one if someone's giving you this kind of heads up about it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm not quite oh, done. No, with I'm my, I'm not done with my ten thousand yet, so I still have about three more quick games to go through. <laughs> if I just want to get it done fast, so uh, I'm trying to fill it with good ones. But uh, and this was not one of them. All right, very good. Um, Matriarch, what have you been uh, up to recently in regards to quick games, or at least games for the punch card? Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and wager that I easily have the lowest earned total among us. I didn't actually complete the previous 10k punch card either, so I have not Ooh. really been playing toward that as much. I only have 1,700 points so far. Uh, most of that comes from ladders. By Paugi, which uh, Kush streamed earlier in the week, or last week was it? Uh, if you're not familiar with ladders, the concept of the game is you know you start with one word, and by changing one letter at a time, you get to another word. And I just kind of like that anyway. So I don't have a low light because the other 745 points come from sort of a mishmash of whatever I've been enjoying playing. But Ladders was a really good quick one, and it's strange for a Paugi game because it just shoots out achievements at you. Like, L set the game up and was like, go ahead, play the first level, and like six achievements popped right away. So that was fun. But that's, that's it for me. I don't have that much more to report with regard to the uh, the punch card. All right. So it's no, uh, nothing bad. Just no. a little recommendation for Ladders. Yep. I like it. L, what about you? Quick hits. Low light, high light. Mm. Uh, well, I did some of the Windows 10 Zitalon games. Um, I did Castle of No Escape 1 and 2, which were both really quick, so not much to even hate or like there. They're, they're just in and out. But I tried this weird one called Butterfly. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And Michelle was sitting there watching, and you just have to beat the first 10 levels. And it might have taken me, I don't know, 10 minutes less than that. I even may have died a couple of times. But, okay, that, that was over. And then I go on TA, and I see the genre is puzzle. And by that, I am puzzled to see that. You're just... Yeah. 
And to me, it was a platformer. I don't know, nothing seemed screamed puzzle to me. Um, yeah, it's well, puzzle platformer. <laughs> I, I get I get the puzzle side of it because there was a definite order you had to do things in. Like, and it wasn't like skill based. It was like, okay, do this, do this, do this, then do that. And if you, you had to didn't I, do it I, in that order, then you didn't. You can't complete the level. I hmm. sadly had to restart a level, a level because of that. I think yeah. if maybe if the but game made you play past the first 10 levels, maybe you start to see more of those elements and it settles more into that. So that's not the fault necessarily of the genre team mm. so much as the way the achievements are situated. Because I didn't feel like it was a puzzle game at all when I was watching Elle play it. But um, I am surprised it also doesn't have the platformer designation because you are moving around on platforms and and such like it's it's a puzzle platformer i guess at best if you wanted to the one thing we all agreed about with the game though is that creature you're playing doesn't indicate butterfly at all like if somebody showed you a screenshot of the game you're not looking <laughs> and going hey that's a butterfly or even a caterpillar i think i think the group decided it looked most like an aardvark <laughs> not a good game <laughs> maybe maybe to your point if you play we play past 10 levels he grew into a butterfly. Maybe that comes in the sequel. I think we, we're just going to have to imagine that for ourselves. Uh, there was one more that I booted up that rubbed me the wrong way, but it might not be for the reason you may think. It was an ACA Neo Geo game. I just booted up a random one. It's that called, makes sense it's already. It's called Ninja Masters. Um, but the way it's spelled, it has an apostrophe S. <laughs> so that... What are they the masters Right away... Of? <laughs> yes. You should just uninstall right away. That's I, what I know. Like, you, what but... is this? <sighs> so I jumped into caravan mode and quickly knocked out the four wins or whatever I needed. And then I jumped into high score mode. And I think you need six wins. And I got destroyed after four. And it seems to be a trouble spot for many people. I'll have to jump back into this one. Uh, the game I enjoyed the most <laughs> going for gamer score is a super random one. I indulged in the DLC years later for the food run. Uh, it came out with DLC for like 89 cents for another 500 gamer score. And they added a whole new eight levels and there was new music tracks and new foods and I don't know. I just had a blast doing that. Now that's a puzzle game. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that uh, you can automate this DLC. I shall be looking um, into that soon. You can, but it took me maybe 15 minutes to go through. That makes sense. If you're gonna, it's going to take you 20 minutes to set up the uh, I, Yeah, the it really didn't take very long at all. <laughs> Then, uh, um, yeah, you might as well go through the it. base game. You had to grind over and over once you were done with three star mode levels, but the DLC, you don't have to do that. So, if you so haven't the, done any of it at all, could you just grind the whole thing through? Or, hmm, you actually have to play. Well, how do you mean grind the whole thing through? Like, in what, in well, what I mean, context? was the script? So, is this script that could have worked for the DLC? Would it also have worked for the main game if you hadn't played that yet? Or, it's a good oh. question. I have no idea. I I wouldn't. Do, I didn't use a script in the main game. I haven't played the DLC yet, so I don't know really what the script is designed to do. Do you know, Corey? Since you brought it up, is it designed to just finish the levels, or are there grindy achievements that it's designed to pick up for you? 
I do not know. I have not looked into it other than knowing that that exists. I believe it's for the DLC, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's one for the main game as well. What I guess it would do is just go through all the levels and hit A, because once you hit A, you just go to the next level, so it shouldn't be that hard to do. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do. Okay. <laughs> all right. I don't know, but the the solution for the three-starring just tells you what you have to do up, down, left, right. It's kind of like, um, oh, what was that game? Cubot or like mm-hmm. Energy Cycle. It's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, skip, skip, jump. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> not not no. Knock, knock. It's not like that game. <laughs> it's same idea, though, where if you have a walkthrough that just says up, down, wait, left, right, it's a different type of gameplay mechanic, but it's simple to solve if somebody puts that kind of solution out there. Corey, what about you, bud? So I thought I had completed the punch card, but I, I looked and I'm at 9,700 gamer score, so I'm almost there. Uh, Such a slacker. Don't, don't mind the 20,000 that came out that I got before the punch <laughs> card was announced. That was one of those, I wish you could have told me yesterday moments. But uh, anyways, I'm almost done with the, the punch card. And I have to say, uh, we did not talk about this before. And Hellbreachers was my low light of, uh, <laughs> of this recent run. Oh, it was man, just, I cannot it. Why do you good. hate it? Uh, well, what what you said, the, the jumping is 100% wrong. And then the hit, the hitboxes are not good. Yeah. Um, I I surprised that you even played three characters to figure it out that they all can't jump. Oh, I, I just picked one, two of them. Uh, okay. You caught me in a fib. Okay, uh, but it's just it's not a good game. I'm glad I didn't have to play it any more than I had to. Um, I I didn't have any problems with it other than the last boss, but yeah, you know, it, it didn't take too many retries to get it. But it's just not a good game. Um, it looks like it. I mean, it looks like somebody's first game, but it would be like a decent first game. Um, it's just a little bit of that shovelware for you. It's an East Asia soft game, so, uh, you know, they're known for shoot 'em ups Maybe they need to work on the the platformers that they port. I, I kind of um, also think that the... Did you play the knight character? Um, there's a knight, a magician, and an assassin. Yes, I think I did play the knight. Yeah. Typically so my motif. His, his, his range thing... Uh, it's a sword swing that shoots out three bullets and you hear a gun fire. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't know. I played the sound off, but <laughs> that's the type of quality we're talking, but okay. Yeah. So anyways, my, my good game that I would recommend and all, all of pretty much everything we've said is easy gamers course. I'm sure a lot of you have uh, touched it this past uh, few weeks for whatever challenge Whoa. or in general, but this one, uh, it stood out a little bit to me. It's called Luck Slinger. And so this will be my game showcase game. But Luck Slinger is uh, a spaghetti western, uh, probably like 8-bit kind of game. And if I had to describe it, the little bit I play, because you don't have to play a ton, it is like Django Unchained, the game, because they throw in some hip-hop soundtrack. The soundtrack's really good. Uh, for the game, but you are this, uh, I guess, some kind of cowboy desperado type character, and uh, you shoot your gun, and it's a revolver, so you have to manually reload it. You're going left to right on the, you know, the levels, and occasionally, uh, you, as as you go throughout the level, you collect these little glowy things, and it builds up your luck. You know, that's the luck slinger part of it, and the luck has a couple of different uh, abilities, and one of them 
they teach you in the first level, the tutorial, is that when you jump and you can't quite make that gap, the luck plays something below you before you fell to your death and you're able to jump off and continue. Another thing it does is it randomly sends a homing bullet out of the gun. Um, so there's that. Uh, the other part is the enemies have a homing bullet as well. doesn't really do a lot of damage, but, um, but it's there. Uh, as you travel, like I said, from left to right in these uh, levels, uh, you're just shooting all the, the, uh, the little enemies that pop up, and they can either they show up in front of you or just kind of pop up behind something that you pass, so they'll be behind you. Um, it, I do see a lot of good reviews on the story. Unfortunately, the way that we consume games, at least me, I cannot comment on this story because the achievements don't, uh, they don't make you play very much of it. You can actually go through, I think it's just three levels, and uh, you, you have to like kill enemies, but you're going to do that anyways. Uh, it'd be pretty hard to skip enough to where you'd have to grind out the, uh, the kill achievement, which I think is maybe 30. Uh, and there's like one or two bosses that you face along the way. Uh, you will want to check a walkthrough if you didn't want to play through it twice because there is a, a missable uh, and there happens to be a one of those achievements that pops based off a decision that you made so you know kill or save somebody you know and people have put up walkthroughs that show how you can pop it and you know do this whole cloud trick to uh, wipe your save but uh, get it back before the game saves your decision that way you can get both achievements back to back, but it didn't work for me for whatever reason. So I did have to play the uh, the levels again uh, a little quicker the second time. But uh, ultimately, the game was really cool. Uh, I kind of wish it would played uh, made me play more of it. Uh, I like the whole hip hop graffiti spaghetti western mix. Like a western is not my jam typically, but if you throw some cool curveball like those into it. Uh, you can get me interested pretty quick. So it is a uh, it's a cheap game, by the way. Uh, again, easy thousand uh, gamer score only has forty one TAD. Um, uh, it, it's ten bucks by two awesome studios. Uh, they made some other games that you might have heard about for easy gamer score wise, like Horned Knight and Batu Tabatu. Um, so I don't think their games are terrible. Um, but yeah, Luck Slinger is uh, the name of that one. Oh, and there's a you have a pet duck that flies around and helps you the entire time. So, yeah. I have some So I just this downloaded game. this game. <laughs> what are your thoughts, El? Oh, you sent, you got sent to duck pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually just completed this game before recording. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. The first thing I was going to mention actually was the music. Assuming that, yeah, it's great. Assuming that you had yours turned down. Because uh, the visuals are very 8-bit, minimalistic. <laughs> so you would expect some chiptunes, but they are not chiptunes. There's a whole soundtrack. And you probably didn't bother going into the the uh, the saloon or like the, uh, the inn. There's all these buildings you could go into. So one of them has... I like, did not. Yeah, no. so one of them has a... Uh, like, a like a bed you could sleep in. And there's also a... Um, what do you call it? A music, like a sound Player test, piano? Like back, no, like a, oh. yeah. I think back like in the day the they would be called a sound <laughs> test, where you could cycle through all the all the tracks mm -hmm. in the game, the music tracks. Mm. Mm -hmm. So that was, yeah. It's it's weird. It's, it's got like some hip hop stuff, like you said.
it's different enough to where it stands out. So yeah, there's an achievement for for playing um, cards with the Indian, and you have to get a perfect one. That was actually the last achievement I got, not realizing that if you just used the luck there that you would get it. Because um, I was just oh, I didn't know that. I got it <laughs> firsthand. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. I wound up watching a video after the fact. So, um, I must say that on the decision one, if you choose to bury and immediately dashboard, it'll just go right to your save and you could do the other one. So, you did not have to do any saves coming. You see, that's where Bill's steered me wrong. Oh, that's what Bill said. We had, was it, maybe I was watching a different one. Maybe. Maybe, maybe I might be thinking of a different game. One of the games had me, <laughs> del- you know, go to man. Really? Don't quit the game. Manage the save. I know what it was. It was this vampire. Video uh. um, <laughs> I think I, I did this. Uh, I did the dashboard thing. But for some reason, maybe I did it too a second too late. And uh. it, it put me right back after right. that decision. Well, that worked for me. So, yeah, you only have to go through and kill one boss. But being, being uh, an L, I decided to keep going with the game. And I did a second level. But the game is actually pretty tough, and I couldn't beat the next stage. And the checkpoints are kind of un- not that great. If I recall, this one had two modes. You can make it have more checkpoints or checkpoints at all. It old might have like a hard mode. And new school yeah. difficulties. Yeah, old school. I think you had to do the whole level and again. You pass by like a boombox, and that saves your game. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> so it was weird. Yeah. I liked it, so. Uh, but I did wind up getting the gambling achievement um, in a different in the second level. So, okay, nice. You could play through blind if you and you would you'll get all the achievements. Uh, there was so one, yeah. yeah. It took me thirty six minutes according to TA. Like I said, I had to play through that first part again. So it's not long. It is super quick, um, and it's ten bucks. But if if you want a thousand gamer score, there you go. That is a perfectly uh, acceptable option, and I would recommend it. Uh, Koosh. Yeah, yeah. What have you brought to the table this week, sir? So, earlier last week, uh, after <laughs> your stream, I streamed a game called Terratopia. And, um, it's an action-adventure game, and I enjoyed this more than I thought I was going to. I tried it out initially, just before the stream, to make sure it was going to be okay. Um, and I thought maybe the game was going to be a little too empty. Uh, there just wasn't a whole lot to the game world. The camera, it was an auto follow camera, so it wouldn't let you kind of zoom around the way you wanted to. So some things were kind of hidden, uh, by the camera that you're looking for. Okay. Uh, but I ended up sticking with it, going, go ahead and doing the, uh, the stream. And as I played it, I enjoyed it more. Um, the way this game works, you have one of three types of, uh, main character. Now I've only unlocked two of them. I think I'm about to unlock the third, but I just haven't gotten that far yet. Uh, this game is kind of like a mashup between Pikmin and Overlord. And actually they have an achievement called Overlord, uh, which is for, uh, having a minion of each class on the battlefield, um, which is kind of funny. Uh, it's gotta be directly related to that game. Now, Um, every, every one of your characters. So like I said, you have three, so I don't know what the third one does, but the, your starting character is a melee character. Everything you're doing is uh, melee. You just kind of run up, you're punching. You can eventually get a power punch once you level up enough 
where you just hold the button and then you you lay down on the big smackdown. Uh, you also have, everybody has the ability to reflect uh, rocks that are thrown at you, and there's only one or two types of enemies so far that that throw those rocks. So you can then reflect, and there's an achievement for that. Um, the second main character is a projectile-based class, so he'll just uh, sit there and just spam little rocks, or if you do his charge shot. He'll shoot out a larger rock that actually can kind of bounce off, ricochet off one person, hit you know one or two other people. All of their minions kind of share the same um, attack type. So your very first minion is a melee character. Your, your second minion is a ranged character. Your third character, or your third minion, is an engineer, and the engineers can use things around the level to attack. Uh, there's there are these little turret guns that only they can jump into and use, and they can shoot. Uh, bad guys and stuff like that. Uh, and there's an achievement for that. Uh, then there is uh, another minion type, which is the uh, the meat shield uh, or the brute, I guess they call it. And, and he'll just take a lot of damage and he'll deal out a bunch of damage, but he's really slow. And then the, the last minion class is a magic user. Uh, for the melee guy, I want to say he uh, increases your offense and the offense of your uh, of your minions. And I want to say that the ranged guy increases your defense. I could have that switch. Not a big deal. I have no idea what the third class is or does or what's different about their minions. Uh, as you're going through, this game is kind of fun because there's always something to do. There's this card system and each of these cards has a challenge on it. So like for you, for instance, there's deploy so many of each type of minion and there's a card for each one of those. And when you complete that card, you get this currency and you can use the currency to buy costumes. I think each character has four costumes and they all have different attributes. Obviously the first one and only one that I've purchased for the, my two guys so far is the XP boost because I just want to get through this uh, as quickly and efficiently as possible, which brings me to my next point. Um, I did not realize that there were missables. So I'm going to have to kind of play through a second time or at least a partial second playthrough. Uh, if you do play this game, uh, make sure you're paying attention to the missables. There is uh, killing two of the bosses. You have to do it a specific way. Uh, and I think the I think the other missables are also boss based. Uh, just making sure that you meet certain conditions during those battles and such. Um it was the, the first couple of bosses were actually really straightforward. The first one was just dumb. Uh, it was a baby. Babies are dumb. You just run up and you smack it, and then you run away and you run back and smack it again. Uh, then the second boss is the baby's mommy, uh, and she uh, has projectiles, so it wasn't so bad. And I was just like, okay, not super exciting. Uh, it was time to turn off the stream. Uh, I then jumped back on the game, played a little bit more. The next two bosses were super interesting. <laughs> So I apologize to anyone that was watching the stream and thought the bosses were boring. The next <laughs> boss was a DJ and he had some really cool mechanics. I was like, this is like a wow raid. Like I have to do these very specific things. Um, and then the fourth boss who I haven't beaten yet. And I think that after him, I get the, the third main character. Uh, he's a stoner. Uh, so he starts blowing out these. Uh, I mean, he's got this huge doobie. And um, and one of his main attack is like he, he blows out this huge like pot cloud. And it just, it messes you up and then you have to do this other thing. But then there's this other mechanic where you have to um, get one of your engineers to dump water on his head. They have to go up like this little path and knock this. It's, it's crazy. It's like, it's so interesting. Um, so I, 
and there's a lot more boss battles after this. So I'm really excited uh, for that. Now, the downsides, like I said, there are missables. You're going to want to pay attention to those. There's a lot of grinding in this game. You're going to be killing monsters over and over and over to get those cards completed. And there's an achievement for completing all of the cards. Um, the other thing is you're going to want a rapid fire controller because I felt my wrist just locking up with all the button mashing I had to do for the melee and also for the, uh, you know, for the shooting guy. Uh, and I haven't even gotten to the third guy. So, uh, like I said, it's going to be a lot of clicking, uh, but it's a fun game and I like the humor in it. Uh, one of the things, you know, I talk about every now and then are idle animations, like the art of idle animations. It's a, it's an art form that has kind of disappeared. Um, but back in the day, like games like Bubsy and, uh, you know, Sonic, Oh, Sonic, they just had the coolest (laughs) idle animations. Well, the monsters that you fight have really cool animations. There's like a starfish guy, and he just starts doing like the wave, like when he's off by himself. And other guys, it's just hilarious. There's a guy who um, he's really defensive, and he kind of strikes you. He just starts sitting there like shadow boxing, uh, and it's like different than his regular standing attack. So um, it's really cool. Uh, there's a lot to like about this game, uh, and the price is not well. I think at the time it wasn't bad Uh, right now it's full price for $15. So uh, yeah, when this goes on sale, I would say if you like this, this is not your typical East Asia soft, you know, it's not a shmup. Um, But uh, yeah, I had a good time. It's a visually pleasing game to me. I really dig the style of the game and I know you mentioned it on stream and I can tell by your TA profile on the game it looks like it gets a gold star for achievement tracking. Yes, I forgot to mention that. It's on my it's on my little cheat sheet here. Uh, I was I was blown away by the fact that it has achievement tracking. Like I, I could see progress uh, towards like killing uh, with you know uh, belly bounces. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what they call it. They shoot a rocket at you and you like you hit it with your belly to bounce it back. Uh, and then it was just you know it was surprising. It was nice to see a game especially a, you know, a lower price East Asia soft game that has achievement tracking. Uh, so I was kind of blown away by that. So I see on TA that it shows that your hours count at the moment is just over 12 hours. Is that okay, so. accurate or is that kind of like it sat <laughs> idle for a while? So, okay. A lot of that sat idle because I've been, remember how I talked about my wrist really hurting? <laughs> so I was, uh, I was training my nephew. Um, oh, okay. to, and, research and development. And this was uh, the perfect game to, to, to train my nephew on a new uh, ability that I want, where I want him to uh, rapid fire if I hold the button. Uh, and if I double tap and hold, I want him to do a charge. So I spent a lot of time, uh, you know, also doing work. Uh, so I would like be bouncing around. So yeah, that, my time will not be indicative of the time it takes to complete the game. Uh, it, it will take you time, um, but it won't be as high as mine. So say someone had a fully trained nephew going into this. About how much time do you think you've actually put into the game so far to get where you're up to? I mean, I would say game time. I've probably put in, I put in over an hour on the stream. I probably put in, let's just say four. Okay. Four now, hours. I, I noticed too, Terratopia, as you noticed, is published but or as you noted, is published by East Asia Soft, but it's developed by Ravegan or Ravagan Studio. Ravagan, yeah. Now they've made another game that's been published on Xbox uh, called Blue Rider. 
Mm-hmm. And I see that yep. you played it. You made a little uh-huh. progress in it. Is there any comparison between the two games? Like, do you see sort of similar DNA between Terratopia and Blue Rider, or are they very distinct? Um, maybe a tiny little bit of DNA. Uh, it's a it's a different type of game entirely. It's a it, surprise, surprise. It's a shmup. It seems um, like that's the one East Asia Soft would have published, right? Yeah, it's more like the old school. Um, well, it's not even like an East Asia Soft uh, shmup because those are like vertical scrollers. Mm-hmm. This one was more like a. Um, what was that game with the helicopter uh, Thunder Strike or something Strike? They were always something Strike. Okay. Um, which I really enjoyed those games. Uh, so this one really spoke to me that way. I know Waka. I don't want to say he likes this game, but he he's got the uh, looks like he's got the completion. No, uh, not quite. He almost the has the completion. Yeah. So it is a difficult game, and that's I think that's what drew him to it. Uh, but it. It called to me because it was a like Russian strike or Thunder mm-hmm. Strike or whatever. All those strike games uh, it reminded me of that, so I really enjoyed it for that. Um, and I, so I would say like maybe the map uh, that is kind of similar, but other than that, no, uh, there's no melee at all. You're in a ship and you're shooting. So it sounds like you uh, you're not far enough in it to give it obviously a full sense of a review when everything's said and done. But like most of the East Asia soft generally easy titles the review on ta is kind of middling it's at a 2.7 right now do you think that that's influenced by people just kind of jumping in and being like "Eh, it looks okay or or do you feel like you're enjoying it but it's not doesn't really raise to a level above sort of average because it sounds like your takeaway is better than just you know 2.5 like straight down the middle kind of game yeah there's only seven votes comprising 2.7 um and only 145 people have played it. Yeah, very low tracking. Um, yeah, maybe it's just me. Maybe I just like a good beat 'em up. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, I think I think it was that I was expecting it to not be great. I was expecting this to be like a garbage bin title, uh, and I'm actually enjoying it. Um, so I, would I give it a four? No, I'll probably end up giving this the standard three. Mm-hmm. Well, it's always nice to uh, have a nice little surprise. Yeah, Jim. Uh, in your catalog there. So, yeah, that was Terratopia. Uh, thanks, Koosh. Uh, Matriarch, let's go to you next, being our little guest here. What have you brought for us? So, I brought a game that we've probably talked about at some point over the last many, many months, but I don't believe we've talked at, about recently or in great depth, and that is Westerado Double Barreled. So, everyone on the panel has played this, correct? Yep, that's yep. correct. Yeah, I said degree, I don't yes. like I don't like westerns, but I but then <laughs> I you, like Luxor yeah. and I like Westerado. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they fit the. I mean, they are very typically west uh, or westerns, but their molds a little different. So mm-hmm. most people who play Westerado, I think it's pretty fair to say, probably played it back when it was Game Pass. It was Game Pass, right? I'm trying to remember now. It was, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when the TA score on it was something like 8,000, this was a good early G-Task, really inflated ratio title. It's still an inflated ratio title. The The TA score on it's just about over 5,300. But it's really good. So I played this game for that reason, too. Westerado was my I need a quick hit of gamer score or a quick hit of TA. It's the kind of game that if you're if you participate in random to do list, it always draws because all the achievements are high ratio. So you're going to get something from there as long as it's in your pool. And so for the longest time, I've played this game very, very piecemeal. 
Westerado starts out with uh, your family having been murdered. And the whole hook of the game is you're going around doing tasks for people to get information about the person who murdered your family so that you can find them and then have a final showdown with them. And the person is, is randomized. So you obviously can follow a walkthrough. The walkthrough will help you. It'll give you everything you need. But at the end, you do need to figure out the character you're searching for so that you can accuse them correctly and go through the final bits. This was the first time I actually sat down with Westerado and played a playthrough from start to finish. And it's a lot of fun. It's a really solid game. Just the way that it's it's phrased and, and framed and how decisions you make can affect things. So if you're working for the oil tycoon who appears in the game and you take up his challenge to you to kill the ranchers. Once you kill the ranchers, you go back to their rancher ranches and now their oil rigs are all up in on those locations. So all those details about the game and the way that it was framed, I really had no idea about. So my recommendation, I'm not sure if you if the three of you played it similarly to me. I know L you more or less did, right? Because I we've had this discussion about Westerado in particular before. Yes. Uh is that more or less your experience too? Corey and Nate. Yeah, I would say mine is pretty similar to that. Yeah, I mean, I just I dip into it when I need uh, quick achievements because uh, it's got seventy nine, which I love. Yes, that. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a good and bad thing because there's a lot you can drip feed from it. The bad side of that, of course, is that every achievement's worth five to twenty gamer score, so it's not going to do a lot. So I, I played West Dorado during the period of the punch card. But I maybe got like 120 gamer score out of it, even though I earned eight or nine achievements. It's just the value is not that high. But it's really a game that's worth sitting down and playing. And I'm, I'm glad to finally do that. Uh, Elle purchased it after it left Game Pass, so we have access to it. And it's I'm glad to finally be sitting down and experiencing the game. You do have to do multiple playthroughs. Because as you unlock different endings, you unlock different characters, you need to see endings with those different characters. There is a somewhat, there, there are some achievements that are a little questionable if you look at true achievements in terms of the solutions. Uh, for example, there's one achievement to earn all of the clues. I did get all of the clues in my playthrough, it didn't pop. And that's known to happen. So looking through the solutions in the comments, people come up with ways to guarantee those pops. So I'm I'm not going to stress that now. I'll just come back at the end and try to pick that one up at that point. There's another achievement to get all of the endings. That one also has is a little problematic, but again, check the comments. There there's information there to help that stuff pop. But it's it's very very good. A single playthrough if you're playing legit, just taking your time and experiencing thing will probably take 4 to 5 hours. There's a speedrun achievement to do it in under an hour, but that hour is generous. So there are multiple ways to do it. It's, I just, I'm really enjoying Westerado. So if, as you're all in the same position, I would strongly recommend if you get some time, just sit down and do a single playthrough and just actually enjoy the game, how it's meant to be played start to finish. The final battle is a little bit tricky, <laughs> um, but it's, it's worth going through at least the once. Yeah, I would agree. I don't remember. I, I think there was just something that I couldn't, finish it when it was leaving game pass i have a lot left in the game mm -hmm. um and any game that requires me to play through the game multiple times i kind of kind of sigh at but uh it's fun fact i put this on a price tracker as soon as oh. i left game pass and it has never been on sale oh wow at least that i can recall 
it's since then, but it's only ten dollars. So um, yeah, I think we just it, grabbed it, it for the not a bad uh, price. Twenty percent off or whatever it was. Ten percent off. Right 10% as it was leaving Game Pass. Yeah, it's like eight bucks. And True Achievements has a yeah. great walkthrough for the game. So if you really want to just play Westerado for the achievements, it's detailed, and and that's also some of the difficulty with just jumping in and jumping out because if you read the walkthrough, read the solutions. They assume that you know certain things off the top of your head because you've been playing it recently. So it's good to sit down and just kind of work with the estimate on TA for beating Westerado. Completing the achievements is 15 to 20 hours. The walkthrough has it at 12. I have 18 hours into it. So it's obviously going to be a range depending on on how you go through it. But it's it's worth that time and, and use the walkthrough if you have to because it's, it's very, very good. I do think it's funny that we're talking about both – uh, Westerado and Luxlinger, they both have the exact mm-hmm. same. Um, on the screen, you see the picture of the revolver and the bullets, and then mm-hmm. you load by hitting the button, and you see the bu- the bullets go back in. It's the exact same, exact same thing. We had actually tried playing Westerado a little bit in local co op, you know, ages ago, and yeah. the that stuff at the top of the screen would get glitchy, mm-hmm. like the yep. the gun would just sort of fall down across the screen and it was uh it was fun to play but it was uh, it definitely had some graphical things going on that sometimes made stuff hard to see man i wish i saved freddy spaghetti for this week because then we'd have a freddy spaghetti (laughs) western all set oh man darn what a waste of a segue i know (laughs) speak speaking of waste uh what did you play this week, Al? <laughs> Wait, what did you try? Oh, wow. <laughs> just, you know, waste of time, waste of my time. Waste of money. Because I, I know what you're going to say, yeah. You read from a card, Trebek. <laughs> um, well, yesterday was a good day for me. I completed two games that I've been working on for a little while. Uh, the first was Truberbrook, um, which you've sung its praises in the past. Um, and the other... I, I did like that one. And the can other get, one... Can we get Corey to say Truberbrook? I like I love the way he says it. <laughs> Truber, true Truberbrook. <laughs> We're gonna do a super Brook. cut of Corey saying game names one day. <laughs> well, the way they say it in the game is like Truberbrook, and uh, I can't do it justice. <laughs> but uh, Truberbrook and another game in which I infamously. Simul played it with Michelle and Mr. MDP and Mr. Mental Knight, Deponia. So I actually got the completion in both of those games yesterday. And they're two very different type of point-and-click games, but they're both point-and-click games. So I wanted to quickly compare the two. Uh, Trooperbrook, unfortunately, doesn't have too many players on TA. It's got 790 uh, with 228 completions, which is odd because the walkthrough is really good. Uh, you can do this in three to four hours. No, you can't. <laughs> if you're looking at hour counts, I think mine says like 19 hours. <laughs> this happens to me every week. It's not true. It's not true, Tim. Um Deponia has 1,529 started gamers with 470 completions, but TA does not have a walkthrough for it. So I was fumbling with a, uh, you know, xboxachievements.org or PlayStation trophies 
uh, have roadmaps. I was fumbling with those. They tell you which order to get the achievements and had a walkthrough in hand in case we needed it, which is way more... I don't know. I, I find following a video for these type of games to just do what they do. Don't really like that for this type of game. So we had guide in hand and we tried to stick together on this one. Um, I would say, though, for the most part, even with guide in hand, we because we had four minds there, generally until or the three last stretch where there were some... I was trying to be polite, but generally because there were um, until the end where there were some puzzles that were really obtuse for the most part, we would get a lot of the actual point and click elements on our own. The walkthrough was mostly helpful as Elle already said, in terms of missing Deponia's missable achievements, because there are a handful you do have multiple save slots, but there are nine save slots. So it's a limited amount. You can't just keep, popping saves down to make sure you have lots of backups. So you have to be mindful of that when you're going through. I guess that was another point I was going to make actually was that both Trooperbrook and Deponia have a ridiculous amount of missable achievements. However, Deponia has nine save slots that you can utilize and Trooperbrook has none. It auto saves. So if you miss something, Ooh. you are screwed. You have to start over. And there's one achievement for getting all the voice recordings. Um, and for some of them, you have to make sure to do that first before you pick up the item. Because once you pick up the item, you can't even uh, get the recording on it anymore. So there's stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if you remember, Corey, but on Trooperbrook, um, you, you do get inventory. But it's not like a, a standard point and click where, you're, where you go into your inventory and you try everything on everything until it works. It just... If something's going to work, it it will give you uh, the icon of the of what you're going to use, and then it just goes. I don't recall that, but it sounds excellent. <laughs> well, all in all, I think I prefer Deponia because it is the funnier of the two games. Trooper Brooks a little more serious, like a sci-fi going. Is Deponia more like cartoony as far as the art yeah. style? Yeah. Um, yes. It's got like a Monkey Island vibe, Dimbleweed Park, Discworld, those type of just funny, crazy things. But I would say, like Michelle said, some of the puzzles and some of the inventory that you have to combine, I don't know how you would figure a lot of it out on your own. But if you try everything, you eventually get it done. The other thing I would note about Deponia, even if you're playing with a guide or not, give it time. Like, I think all four of us, I don't want to speak for mental and, and MDP as they're not here, but I think for all four of us, the first chapter was kind of a struggle. It's it's the longest of the three, and, and you're, you're kind of just in one hub of an area for it. But it really, it's taken as a, a full package at the end of having played it. It was enjoyable, but it kind of took a little while to hit its stride. I don't know if you felt the same way, L, but that was more or less my takeaway. I actually had no problem with it, but if you recall, you had uh, a snafu occur that I think took oh, you out yeah. of it. Do you want to... Yeah, there was a very random... It, it affected me uh, and Mental Night as well. So it wasn't something I just happened where we clicked on an item that we needed and we got stuck. 
could not move, could not access inventory, couldn't, uh, if, if we quit out of Deponia and logged it back in, we would still be stuck right in that spot. So yeah, we had to go back to an older save and redo. And of course, first time through a point and click game, it takes you 35 minutes to do the stuff you do. But the second time through when you know what you're doing, it took five minutes to catch up. But it was annoying. and You don't want that to happen, obviously. So as always, you want to save often so you don't have to redo too much. But that only happened the one time in the game. Like the rest of it was smooth sailing. Now, did it uh, allow you, like, did you choose to make different save points or did it automatically just keep them available to you? Like, Because you know how you can you can be like, oh, I'm just going to overwrite my save. I'm going to overwrite my save. Just keep overwriting your save. It sounded to me like you were saying that they kept multiple saves. You get nine save points. Yeah, you can. You, can you get use, nine save points. Okay, okay so you were manually yes. managing those. You can manually. Okay. Right. You, you have to manually save, right? So we would Smart. remind each other, which is also helpful with the simul. All right, let's save here. I'm making a save here. Just so that there is type a of generous, thing happen. There is a generous autosave. So typically everything you do, it saves and you can just press continue and you're good to go. So if, if you had something where your power went out and you hadn't saved in the last 15 minutes, by and large, if you hit continue, you'd be right where you left off. But having the manual saves obviously saved us trouble elsewhere. Uh, speaking of which, last but not least, um, there once we beat the game, there is the infamous Joggle Jug achievement that we touched on a few weeks ago, in which you're supposed to go through the game <laughs> with nothing but the Joggle Jug audio turned on. So basically all the audio and all the subtitles, just Joggle Jug, Joggle Jug, Joggle Jug. And it sounds annoying, but it's actually quite funny. But I'm sure if you went through the whole game, it would be... It's funny for how long. Exactly. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) How how long Um, do you have to play? So the solution said, uh, you know, you save it at the end here and then you load up uh, the game at the save point and go through the end part of the game and it'll pop. Um, Michelle (laughs) figured out that if you just click on continue, you go right to the the last screen of the game and it worked from there. So... You don't have to go through your last manual save. You could just go right through the last auto save and it it goes right. and it pops off for all four of us. So Yep. Mm, nice. Load up that auto save, press right bumper, had, press yeah. A, you're done. You're done. Yeah. And uh the, the game has some in, in between the three acts, there's a fun song, a rhyming song. And that's very fun with the juggle jug as well. I don't know. I recommend the Demon- Deponia. I love it. The thought of doing three more of them, eh? I'd like to at least do the next one. See how Definitely it goes. need a break. Yeah, we'll take a need break. a break between them. Yeah, as soon well, as we're doing our, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do an our Monday game next. Um, a what? I know. Say that again. Don't re- don't repeat it. Oh, <laughs> Artifact, Artifact, Monday. What did I say? Oh. What did I say? Aye. Who's editing? Well, I was gonna say thank you for updating the solution. Uh, or adding a comment to the solution, but after that, <laughs> what did I do? I'm talking about artifacts. I, I think machines? An artifacts Monday artifacts. Game is probably the next. Damn, I always game that we will oh, all. Oh, I always mess it up. Wind up playing, um, <laughs> but I think I think a Deponia was going to definitely ended on a bit of a cliffhanger type of thing. I I think they're all actually connected to each other. Not so much a cliffhanger, the story resolves, but there's definitely that potential that it could just pick up and move to the next step. Somewhere down the line, definitely, but need a little break from it. 
It was meant to be a trilogy, so of course they made four. Just like Kush's favorite movie series, Indiana Jones. Um, <laughs> no, is there? No, they're going to make the fourth. <laughs> and with that, we'll move on to news, which there is not a lot of. Most of it comes with Game Pass, so we'll talk about that later. Uh, otherwise, if you care, GTA Five <laughs> is making its way to Xbox Series X and S. Oh, and November. Since Road Third Remaster too. No yes. LA Noir though. Son of a. Is that ever going to come to Xbox One? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> uh, and, and hopefully when it does, it'll be on sale. And be remastered. Speaking of sales. Nice and this time we're going to start with you, uh, Matrark. What is on sale this week that caught your eye? So what caught my eye that was on sale this week is East Origin. Um, partially because I wanted to come on the podcast and say East, because that's how you pronounce that when you see it. Uh, that's a wise origin. Or- <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how the uninformed pronounce it. Uh, but it's like the word geese without the G at the beginning. East. Um, it is on sale for six ninety nine, uh, down from nineteen ninety nine. I haven't played an East game since the Super Nintendo, but I loved it. Wanderers from East was on the Super Nintendo and... I wouldn't claim that I played very much of it even, but I played it a lot because you could very early on in the game, walk through this one cave and just grind up all of your skills. And the thing I loved about JRPGs when I was growing up is that I could get my characters to the point where I can absolutely smash people. And that very much satisfied that niche. But it's, I'm also a fan of trying to support genres that don't typically come to xbox or or are just starting to kind of warm up coming to xbox and taking advantage of sales to purchase those games and kind of send that message that we want to see more of that is something i like to do and and it's a it's a good discount seven dollars is a fair price for that game i would say excellent koosh you are next on my list yeah so um when I was going through my stuff, I was like, I'm going to, I want to talk about some games that I just recently purchased and I want to go test them to make sure that they are still good and something I should recommend. And then when I came back to the sheet, you had taken one of them. So I just want to <laughs> endorse what you are going to talk about and say that it is a great game. I played it and it is <laughs> super, uh, super interesting. I am looking forward to going back and playing that, but more on that later. Um, the, the ones that I'm going to recommend uh, are Untitled Goose Game, $12 down from 20 It's a puzzle. Um, Another one? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> so this was in uh, Game Pass, and it left Game what? Pass, and I was occupied, so I did not try to get this done before the rush, because I figured I would pick it up at some point, and maybe this is the week. It's not quite 50%, but uh, maybe. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is Shady Part of Me. Now, I'm pretty sure I talked about this before as a recommendation, but I've actually played it now. Yeah, I have. <laughs> and it is pretty. Oh, my gosh. The intro level is is beautiful. It's like you're walking through a watercolor uh, world. And, and, yes, it's only the intro level. But just the things they do in that intro level are super compelling. Um, and then the game starts proper. And you are doing, uh, you're basically just moving through shadows and that's the only place your character can go and your shadow can only go where there are shadows that she can jump on. Um, so far I've gotten through the intro and part of the first level. I am really enjoying this, uh, 750 down from 15 at 750. This is a solid game. 
Uh, I haven't run into any issues yet or any limbo like uh, requirements, achievements. I don't think they're going to be in there. Yes, you can die, but there's no penalty for it. It's got kind of a, uh, oh, I've forgotten the game, uh, a rewind mechanic. Uh, braid had one. Braid. Yes, thank you. It's braid. It's 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 exactly like braid, uh, with the rewind. If you if you jump into the spikes, you can rewind all the way back up. Prince of Persia also had that. Uh, it's, so it's, it's, braid, a mm-hmm. uh, it's labeled as a platformer, and uh, this is a really good. It's really a puzzle game. game. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I would call it more of a puzzle. Um, <laughs> of course, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> no Mario to this. Uh, it's definitely more of a puzzle game. But yeah, I really enjoy this. I I might talk about this later. You've definitely mentioned it before, but I you you sold me on it this time for some reason. I don't remember <laughs> what you said last time, but uh, you are right. It does look really good. I'm actually surprised by the low number of starters. Um, but it's relatively new still. But and yeah, the price, it came out in December. Yeah. But it, it is the lowest that's ever been. So seven fifty. That's pretty good. Yeah, I don't think I got that deal. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you never do. Maybe never I did. Do. I'll have to check when I bought it. I, I don't think I bought it on Tuesday, but maybe I did. It, it was like days ago. <laughs> well, and the difference now is you're recommending it with having played it a little bit. So you could speak from more than just how it looks. So it's, Exactly. Yeah. Selling me on it, too. It sounds... I, I loved those rewind mechanic style games. It looks like it has a great aesthetic. Even just looking briefly at the achievement list, it looks like it's got that nice mix of there's some story-based stuff there's some collectible things but there's also some pay attention to stuff you do in the game and and you'll be rewarded for it type stuff so it looks like a really solid little list too so super fast i don't i don't want to go into a full review on this thing but i'm playing it and my daughter walks in like she does and she's like "Ooh," (laughs) and she sits down (laughs) and she's like oh go do this and i was like that's ridiculous why would i do that like okay so i go to do this thing you're in this little library there's a bookshelf uh, and as you look farther into the screen, the bookshelf gets very dark because it's farther through. I'm like, I'm just going to walk. I'm going to bump into the wall. That's all there's going to be. Whatever. Okay, I'll do it. I go to walk into the wall. My character wraps around to the front of the screen. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it, just, it blew my mind that this game has done just some weird things. Uh, I I think this game is kind of special. Uh, and I, I will probably be talking about this in a future episode. And we've now talked about both ducks and libraries. This is my favorite episode of the podcast ever. <laughs> it's a very matriarch episode. <laughs> All right, moving on. L, tell us about those cheap, quick games. I know you love those. Man, you're always stealing my thunder. It's uh, called a gotta... segue, buddy. <laughs> oh, all right. So there were two East Asia soft games that are $3. That's Pity Pit and Red Death. I've played Pity Pit. It is not great but you're not buying this game because it's good you're buying it because it's an easy 1000 gamer score it might take you 20 minutes if you're bad um red death is a shmup 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 uh there's a couple rats on sale as well delta squad says one to two hours it's basically because there's this one really long level that you got to do and i think i remember it it took me an embarrassingly long time because i didn't realize that there was a little arrow telling me which way to go so I kept going around in circles. Um, my son figured that out, I'm pretty sure. And that leads me to the point that this game is also, I believe, four-player co-op. So if you have some sons or daughters or friends or spouses around, you, you can trick them into playing this game with you and help you out, get a 1,000 gamer score. 
Co-op does make it easier. I can confirm. You can also <laughs> throw on a second controller and let it sit there so you don't die. Yes, that was one of the big things. Yeah. Uh, and also, Thy Sword is $5 down from 10 That one wasn't bad, but it's uh, not the shortest rat in the world. Uh, Kush, I noticed one of your favorite games, Zarmi, uh, Zarm, Zarmi, Zarmi Trilogy. Yes, I love the Zarmi. <laughs> Zarmi Trilogy <laughs> is $749 down from $50. That seemed like a really good deal. That's a discount. Yeah. And, uh, my That's like at least half off. At least, dude. Off with their heads. <laughs> Sell me on this game. It's four players, right? It is four players. And you are going to want four players because uh, one of the achievements is completing it with four players. That's awesome. Um, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. This is a game where... Um, I played it with my Sunday night crew and we spent just week after week after week chipping away at this thing. And it was always a good time. Um, I like the zombie army games. I do not like the zombie army slash rebellion um, DLC model. It's a little destiny ish. It's kind of skeevy. It's almost as bad as destiny. Um, but the, you the watch game your itself, nothing's as bad as destiny. The core game is solid and it is fun to play um even with frame even with frame okay. and fug and beer me <laughs> all three of them <laughs> absolutely they may not say the same of me but i had a good time with it all right well that leaves me i'm going to recommend that game that kush alluded to it's called olija i think O L I J J A. Sure, we'll go with it. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm I'm recommending it for two reasons. One, it is a Metroidvania game, so surprise, surprise. Uh, three reasons. Two, this is the first time it's ever been on sale. Uh, normally, it is like fifteen bucks. It's eleven this week, uh, so or ten, sorry, and so that's good. And then lastly, it is a Devolver Digital game. Um, I, I like the style. It is like eight bitty, but Devolver Digital just makes some of my like they, they it takes a lot for them to do wrong. Uh, I think they pick very good games to publish, and I, I, I don't see anything wrong or uh, negative about this one, Olegia. Now I want to throw it to you, Kush, because since you have actually played it, mm -hmm. um, you love it, right? It's good. I do, I do. It's it's everything you just said. It's it's a Metroidvania. It's the first time on sale, so I actually picked it up Monday. I think I misspoke and said Tuesday earlier. And uh, it's a Devolver Digital. And oh my gosh, I love Devolver Digital. They have published some of my favorite games recently. Uh, yeah. And, and this is just another <laughs> quality pick by Devolver uh, to publish this game. And it's really fun. At first, the game seemed... Um, uh, the combat seemed kind of slow. Um, but I just recently got to, I guess, the first boss, and the combat has picked up. Uh, it's more interesting, uh, and I can tell that uh, you're going to get more weapons, more powers uh, as you go along. Um, there definitely is uh, returning to areas to get some things. Um, and uh, I, I did look ahead. There's not very many achievements. Uh, one of them, at least one of them, is missable. Mm -hmm. But the game is fairly short. So if you do miss them and you end up having to play it again, uh, number one, you're going to be really good at the combat. It's going to fly. Uh, and number two, it is a short game. 
So number three, I guess you can read the solution uh, and kind of avoid maybe a tricky situation. Right. I will say being Devolver Digital, it has a very high likelihood that it could go to Game Pass. A lot of their recent games have. Uh, but but still, 10 bucks uh, for a good game. Uh, supporting a, a good publisher, I think, is all right. So there we go. Uh, and that is the sales for the week. Uh, real quick, uh, Dungeons 3, not to be confused with Dungeons Siege, Don't. is now available for you to download on Game Pass. So, or, sorry, Games with Gold. So you'll want to go ahead and do that, along with maybe Tropical 4, I guess, if you if you really want that. Um, those are your Games with Gold games. Now, on to what we all love, new Game Pass games. We had a huge drop today. Uh, Koosh, why don't you start us off with some of that news? Sure. Added now is SnowRunner. This is a game uh, with uh, no running, actually. Uh, it's trucking. <laughs> SnowRunner. Uh, and you're trucking in some snow, so it's, it's kind of like I think there was Mud Runner was one of them. Uh, so have fun with that. You're going up hills and stuff. Uh, cloud console and PC available now. Coming soon, we have Peggle Two uh, for the cloud uh, in EA Play. It's May twentieth. Uh, also May twentieth, uh, we have Plants vs Zombies Battle for Neighborville, also in the cloud. I know L is really looking forward to getting Stop that it. full Plants vs Zombies completion. Um, we also have Secret Neighbor <laughs> PC uh, and The Wild at Heart for console and PC. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, it's only two days away for for me right now with time travel, so I'm very excited about that. For our fishing fans. There's another game in the genre. It's The Catch, Carp and Course Fishing, coming to cloud console and PC on May 21st. Also, Knockout City, not fishing, but Dodgeball, another fairly unrepresented genre on TA. Uh, it's for console and PC. Uh, it's also coming May 21st. Um, there's this little indie m- main aider, uh, Maneater. Maneater. That's right. uh, It's coming May 25th. Man Eater. Cloud console and PC. Uh, It's only going to be there for six months. Um, So jump on this. Apparently, a lot of our staff love it. Uh, And Corey, do we have any. Hell yeah. Do we have any concept if this is going to be uh, a stack? Not as of now. No indication. it, It is cloud console PC. So uh we have about a week to 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 know for sure but if it's like anything else i love no thank you <laughs> psychonauts <laughs> cross your fingers okay conan exiles oh. <laughs> cloud and console was... on may 27 <laughs> go ahead oh, we're no, talking how horrible that was it's no i was gonna say something even more horrible i was gonna say it would be uh, a swim anywhere game just keep going. Okay, go just, keep, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep cloud swimming. and console. If, if you stop swimming, you die. Uh, cloud uh, Conan Exiles Cloud and Console May twenty seventh. Optimized for Series X and S. Uh, Fusion Frenzy. Why would you do that to yourself? It's super old. Joyride Turbo Cloud May twenty seventh. You know what? Everything else is May twenty seventh. We've also got Mech Warrior Five Mercenaries for console. So uh, Fufu should be happy with that. Slime Rancher for PC. Solasta, Crown of the Magister, PC. That sounds like an RPG, so have fun with that L. And Matriarch. Uh, Spell Force (laughs) 3, Soul Harvest, also for PC. Uh, Sad news going away. They'll be leaving us on May 31st. Assetto Corsa uh, for cloud and console. I believe that's a car game. Have fun with that. Broforce. Great 
great game with an uh, unachievable and a very difficult achievement on top of that. So one un, uh, one unachievable or one unattainable and one very difficult achievement. Uh, but what a fun game. Uh, if you like 80s action movies, this thing was so much fun. Uh, I'm, Sell I'm it to me. How much can I get done in six hours? In six hours? Not a so. lot. Let's let's see what I have. Uh, it doesn't tell me how long I have played, but I have. You played mostly I, I over like three days. It looks yeah, like yeah. I have ten or fifteen achievements. I got super pulled into this game um, just because the every character is a different bro, a different eighties movie icon. You've got Ripley from Aliens. You've got Rambo. You've got Texas Walker. You, you've got you've got all these great eighties characters, and and somehow they've all been broized. Um, uh, hey, Devolver Digital. Yeah, look at that. That's probably why I love it so much. Um, so I would say check it out on an alt tag. Fifteen dollars is way high um, for this type of game. Um, Five dollars would be awesome. Uh, so keep, oh, keep the unobtainable looks so good too. It's yeah. throw an enemy off the sky fortress as Indiana Brones. Yes, Indiana Brones. That would have been so cool. Uh, apparently, it does work in other uh platforms but it doesn't work on the pc unfortunately and they're not going to fix it is, is what the solution says so that's sad. so uh, other platforms being like because it, it doesn't say xbox i think it works on steam but it okay. doesn't work on the the windows enabled uh, gotcha. version of the game uh so that's way more time on bro force than i meant to spend i am so sorry but that game is fun uh, and i'm sad to see it go and i'm also sad that i haven't played it um now, is this it's actually called Bro away. Force, or is it just uh, it is called something Bro Force, Elroy's yeah. come, came up with? No, it is actually oh, called Bro Force. <laughs> okay. It is actually called Bro Force. Uh, you should check it out. You should watch some videos, if nothing else. Uh, what a fun time. Um, also leaving Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5. That's math. Remix. Uh, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. Something, something. How much can you get done um, in six hours? <laughs> Yeah, don't even... Why would you do that? That's ridiculous. You can get the prologue done in six hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Surviving Mars leaving cloud console and PC and Void Bastards cloud console and PC. This is a roguelite. Void Bastards is a roguelite. Uh, apparently it can be done 12 hours, but hey, it's a roguelite, so it could also take you 50. And that is Game Pass. Ton of news, so go check it out. Well, we might as well stay on brand. There are a ton of games coming out really Real soon. soon. The, the beginning of the week is stacked. Uh, the end of the week has some stuff. I, I, I will not mention everything, um, but it's still going to be a little bit. There's some good games coming out. So real quick, um, King of Seas. That's one that's kind of been sitting there for a while. It's a Team 17 game, so I expect a little bit of quality. It kind of looks like Sea of Thieves, but you are the ship, not a person. Um, one that's been on everybody's radar because of how crazy it sounds is an airport for aliens currently run by dogs. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. The only thing, though, I want to mention is best I can tell, this is a series exclusive game. I, I cannot find any piece of evidence that says that you can play this on regular Xbox uh, One. So keep that in mind. It looks entirely crazy. Remember, it's uh, a game that's open. It's called Open World Comedy Adventure Game, where you talk to stock photo dogs. Um, and there's a bribe dog who loves to bribe. Um, 
the next one's <laughs> probably my game of the like probably going to be the game of the year right for me at least i'm really excited to play it and if i cannot find say I, i'm 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 at a compelling here compelling arguments in my head because i want i'm looking for a series x but i also want this game but i also want to play this game to where it looks really good on a series console and it's called biomutant um you probably heard about it thq nordic i think is uh making it it's an open world post-apocalyptic kung fu fable it's an rpg game i was watching a video today it's an eight kilometer by eight kilometer world so it's pretty huge it's third person combat everything about the game is customizable to you so the way that your character looks uh, will also affect its stats and that even goes down to the guns none of you probably have done this but there is a program that allows you to make your own borderlands weapons it might not be so kosher but you can actually mix and match different pieces, different in Borderlands. You have manufacturers, right? Gun manufacturers. You can mix and match different gun manufacturer pieces and create like modded weapons. Uh, sometimes they suck. Sometimes they're awesome. Well, in Biomutant, you can actually make your weapon and you can pick different pieces and have a completely unique experience to the game. Um, I, I, it just looks so good. Uh, I, I can't wait to, uh, to see what that's about. Hopefully it, it does well. Um, yeah, Biomutant comes out on Tuesday. Uh, the next one I, I'm only really mentioning for L. Uh, it's called Capcom Arcade Stadium. And it has games from 1984 all the way to 2001. I've heard of almost none of them. Oh, yeah, I well, I've Street heard Fighter. of almost none of them. Really? They are scraping the bottom of the barrel. This is redundant. Excuse yeah. this is un- me? This is unnecessary... <laughs> What? 1942 Commando, Bionic Commando, Ghouls and Ghosts, Strider, 1941 Counterattack, Street Fighter, the game no one's heard of, Street Fighter 2. Yeah. I've heard of Street Fighter. Uh A whole bunch of different flavors of it. These are all games that you can get already. Sure. This This is true. This is unnecessary. This is, well. Just give us Street Fighter. Strider is it, though? Which it's, version of Striders? It's is this? not is this a Vayner. Arcade? Is this the arcade yeah, Strider? Arcade. It's these one that came arcades. out between 1989 and, two, and 1992. Okay, so the arcade version of Strider was freaking awesome. <laughs> you kidding me? That thing's awesome. So yeah. Anyways, it's probably gonna be like we a regular were game. I'm guessing uh, they added all these old games and they have rewind and uh, speed adjustment and then uh, obviously save states. So that's coming out. Capcom's gonna charge. Fans. $60 per pack. They they very well may. Who knows? I would almost play that for the one achievement related to Strider. <laughs> All right, fine. Let's if, do it. Is that is that the Metroidvania Strider? No. Damn it. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, moving on. Wednesday, May 26th. There is uh, a couple games coming out, but the one I want to highlight is called Wrecked High Octane Stunts. And it is... Kind of like Tony Hawk, if you were a like a car, like like old school Tony Hawk. So it's like you're in an arena. It's very neon set, and you are this car doing jumps and drifts and stunts, and it looks awesome. I want to play that, so I will try. Thursday, May twenty seventh, uh, for Fufu, there's a game called Horse Club Adventures, <laughs> uh, and don't forget Spellforce three and Mech Warrior five c- coming out. I only mention those because. Like Kush said, they are Game Pass. Do they have horse armor? So, um, I hope so. 
<laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, now, so look out for those. Yep. If you only have so much money to spend on horse-related games, <laughs> I would say that Horse Club Adventures is the the least of the two options. Uh, two weeks from now, if you save your money, you save your allowance, you might be able to pick up DreamWorks Spirit Lucky's Big Adventure. That's oh, true. You man. may be able to do yeah. that. Why so not? You, you should, don't spend all your allowance on Horse Club Adventures, guys. Do your research. Figure it out. Saying. All right. And then moving on to the end of the week, Friday. Uh, a bunch of games on Friday. The ones I want to point out are Eagle Island Twist. This is a... Uh, I'm just now noticed the word procedurally there. It's procedurally generated. It is... Uh, a roguelite. Uh, it also has a rogue mode, so permadeath. But it looks beautiful. Uh, it's a platforming game, and it's pixel art. Kind of reminds me of Owlboy. And I know that Kush is in, and I'm in. Looks really good. And that's called Eagle Island Twist. So if uh, if you're a platforming fan, like pixel pixel art platformers, uh, look into that. <laughs> a pickle platformer. <laughs> I didn't say pickle. I said pixel. Too. Pickle art? I would love pickle art. <laughs> you're, you're, you're close to, you're close to, to killing it. me. Sorry. All right. Well, I do have a game for you. This, it's the only reason I mention it. It's called Eight Dragons. <gasps> and it's a beat-em-up. But it's a beat-em-up for eight players. <gasps> but it's local only. <laughs> oh. Anyways, an eight-person beat-em-up sounds super crazy in, in, in any regard. And then the other one I want to mention is uh, actually for uh, Matriarch. It's called Tringa or Tringa Unlimited. And it, it reads as a relaxing 3D puzzle game with block placing mechanic to play solo or with friends in multiplayer mode. Use your wits to help Kate, Nemo, and the sea creatures to solve tricky missions. Anyways, I describe it as like stationary Tetris. So like they have filled out this, uh, you know, long rectangle on its side. And there are just missing blocks in there. And you have to get the pieces in there. But it's 3D, so you can rotate it. So you have, like, at least four different sides. That's as best I can tell from the, uh, oh. the video. Okay. Sounds interesting. There's, there's one game you didn't highlight coming out on May 28th that just strikes me because I could just hear Elroy talking about it called Gold Rush, the game, where it's about being a, col- a gold miner. And that's terrible work like that wasn't fun for people for the most part that was like really labor intensive (laughs) and i just i can hear farming simulator elroy just just summarizing this game so just had to put that out there for everyone else to hear that in elroy's voice (laughs) well maybe maybe we will get such a uh, diatribe on becoming a gold miner in alaska wouldn't mind that i'm actually in the simulation world, that that Snow Runner game looked pretty sweet. Who should we talk about? <laughs> Mud Runner was okay. Uh, I I had fun doing the uh, the Game Pass quest for it, but uh, yeah, man. Yeah, so a anyways, game that's hard to drive. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I Biomutant and Wrecked. Uh, they they win it for me. I so some good games coming out at the end of May here. Uh, but anyways, let's move on to our contest. Uh, we have our monthly gamer tech challenge that Koosh is the manager of, Mr. Manager Koosh. Why don't you yeah. tell us about May? Yeah, we skipped it last week because uh, we were pressed for time. But May is uh, the gamer tag 
from patron member Saucy Slingo. His wildcard game is South Park, the Fractured But Whole. Uh, any new <laughs> achievement or previous completion is one bonus draw max. Uh, and the bonus is now that's saucy. Achievements that don't end in zero or five are worth one bonus draw per achievement, limit one per game. Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, all right, we're getting on to Brad Camp now. I'm going to preface this again by saying that you guys are killing our uh, milestone filter thing. Um, like really killing it. Yes, yeah. it's terrible. Um, and thusly, there are a ton of milestones. Uh, we will miss some, uh, re- regrettably. And so if we miss, we are sorry. Uh, there is just a ton. And so I'm going to kick it off, as always, with completions. Uh, do my best here. I've kind of tried to consolidate them. And so we'll see how it goes. But uh, Discord member Kate has reached 65 completed games. She is a new recruit over on yeah. the Discord. Katie. So good job, Katie. Tony Calzoni is going ham. He has passed the milestones for 175 completed games all the way up to 200 completed games. And this is just in the past week. And counting. Um, and, and counting. In fact, everybody that you hear of, remember, it's just the past week that we are uh, talking about. And so uh, here we go. Ace has completed 370 to 390 games. Dude with the face, 385, has, and then passed 410. What the fuck? 420 completed games to 430. Northern last 445 through 455. Vulgar Latin 510 to 525. Ross Ross 550 to 560. Big L hit 600. I left that one in there for you, buddy. Oh, man. Do you know what game I I got this with? <laughs> uh, Trooper Trooper Bro. No, oh, I wish. Yes, thank you, Corey. <laughs> oh, no. It's a butterfly. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I know. Terrible. Uh, these three are in like a head-to-head battle, and so let's just try to follow their uh, their past week. Chewy on Ice, Mental Knight, and Lego Head—they all completed or hit the 700 completed games milestone. They all also hit 705 completed games, and they all, except Mental Knight, completed 710 games. So Mental Knight is just diving too much, but we do thank him for that. If you look on like all these easy games, he like has like one achievement in them, <laughs> and you know, bless you, Mental. MDP has passed 720 through 735 completed games. Wild West 08, 775 to 785. Railbait, 825 to 845. And then Inferno, uh, 118 from 885 to 905. And then lastly, Anigo Montoya, 1295 to 1320. Um, I think we had several people hit 25 well for their milestones uh 25 completed games um so that's anywhere from you know like i guess technically 20 to 25 that they could have done that's insane in uh seven days time so congrats to everybody jeez you only have two more weeks to uh knock it out i think anigo uh, had 1300 completions without discovering rats <laughs> and now he, he there's a lot of rats that he has not played <laughs> it, before this week oh my gosh uh, completion percentage, I'm going to leave most of those out because you guys are just smashing through stuff. But I do want to note our very own True Achievement has completed 39% of his games. Oh, man. Thanks, Rich. Good job, Chip Chip Cherry-O. On to you, Koosh. In the weekly Who's Actually Playing Tough Games segment, uh, we have Luke the Duke 
268 with a TA ratio of 1.7, and AS Unknown 1 with a TA ratio of 2.1. Everyone else has been playing the baby games. In streaks, we have Tony Calzoni is currently on a 12-day achievement win streak, which is a new personal best. And how many games has he completed? More than 12. More than 12. That's crazy. I'm Mike Zero, currently on a 75-day achievement win streak. Crazy Catman, currently on a crazy 100-day achievement win streak. El Sock is currently on a 300-day achievement win streak. And Sincere Seeker 6, never heard of you before. Welcome. Currently on a 425-day achievement win streak. I just realized that in the wake of easy gamer score competitions and challenges provided by Xbox, you read the two milestones that would be the <laughs> lowest. Huh. Weird. Yeah, go figure. Hmm. Hmm. Well, All right. that's just how these <laughs> things go. So, to repeat what Corey said, you're all smashing milestones, so we would need to record a whole separate podcast just reading every milestone. So if we miss you, especially over these next couple, we will definitely get you once everything calms down. So, in Achievements 1, Tony Calzoni has smashed past 8,000 and is already up to 8,250 and counting. Aftos 84 broke 9,000 achievements. Umple Beast and Henke XD are at 11,000. Princet and Ace have passed 12,000. Skeptical Mario is at 13,000 achievements won. Seamus McLimey at 17,000. Beast Middle at 20,000. That's a very nice milestone there. Dude with the Face, and the fun name to say, 22,000 achievements won. Wild West 08, 23,000 achievements won. Inferno 118, 32,000. Planting 42, 36,000. Railbait has passed a couple milestones. He's hit 36,750 on his way to 37,000. And not to be outdone, we have Inigo Montoya, who hit 37,750 on his way to 38,000. But to top them all, we have Lucas1987, who passed 58,750 achievements won and has passed 59,000 in the past week. That's more gamer score than most people on uh, Xbox have. So well done. Moving on to gamer score, we have Tony Calzoni who has passed 300,000 gamer score. Ace is at 500,000 along with Nightwolf. Dude with the Face has passed 650,000 gamer score. Chewy on Ice and RPG Davy and MDP73 are at 750,000 gamer score. Vulgar Latin at 850,000 gamer score. Planting 42 at 950,000 gamer score. Mental Knight at 1.1 million. Inigo Montoya at 1.2 million and Elroy OMJ at 1.3 million gamer score. Wow. All right. Tony Calzoni, 400,000 TA score. E.L. Sock. It's in the game, 450,000. <laughs> Retro Chief, 1969, 550,000. Ura Turek has 900,000. Dude with the face has 1 million TA score. MDP, 1.1 million. Lego Head, 1.4 million. Ah, uh, woo! It's been a while. 1.7 million. Railbait and Elroy OMJ. Okay. 2 million TA score apiece. And Anigo Montoya, 2.1 million TA score. Love those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Well done. In leaderboards, Alex R. Davies is in the top 100 of the Achievements 1 leaderboard for Vayner's. Top 20 of the completed games leaderboard for Xbox One Vayners and the top five in England TA difference leaderboard for Vayners. Sense a trend. Bastion readers in the top 10 of the Colorado TA leaderboard. 
Ben L72 is number one. That's number one in the England TA difference leaderboard for Metroidvanias. Way to go, Ben. He's a quiet leader in the Vayner leaderboards. Casual Exile is in the top 50 of the Gamerscore leaderboard for Vayners and top 20 of TA difference for Vayners. Chesno is in the top 200 of the England Games Play leaderboard. Well, that's a thing. And he's in the top 10,000 of TA leaderboard overall as well. Nicely done. Ever Turek is in the top 200 of the TA leaderboard for turn-based. Inferno. 118 is in the top 100 of the TA leaderboard. Jay Blach is in the top 5,000 of the max possible completion percentage leaderboard. That's great, Jay. That's amazing. More importantly, in the top five of the Nova Scotia TA leaderboard for point and click. Mark B is in the top 5,000 of the Game Score leaderboard. The Alpha Seagull is in the top 200 of the New York Completed Games leaderboard for platformer. Vulgar Latin. Accomplishes dream of being in the top 500 of the Gamer Score leaderboard in the world. And XNeo21X is in the top 20 of the USA Gamer Score leaderboard for Metroidvanias. In super awesome Brad Camp news, uh, dude with the face wanted to let us know that he got his 1 million TA score milestone with Butterfly 2. See? That Butterfly. I, I mean, there's a sequel. I can't wait to play the sequel. It's got to be better than the first one. It's got to evolve from a cocoon. Wakapel completed Runbow. He was the 235th person to do so. Bastion Reader was the number seven person in the world to complete Rift Star Raiders. And Lucas1987 was the number seven person in the world to complete Flowing Lights. Mike Pitch wanted to let us know that in 2021, he already has over 121,000 gamer score and 110 completions. Uh, but his ratio is a 1.13. Alex R. Davies has 300,000 TA difference. Reforce hit 696969 gamer score on the way to 700,000. Nice. And Lucas, not to be confused with the Star Wars dude, he wanted to let us know that he's surpassed. Dallas, the dude, to be the number 16th person in Gamerscore in the world with over 1.93 million Gamerscore. And last, and certainly not least, in Brad Camp News, Hawkeye Barry got a cute widow puppy. Congratulations to him. Woo! What a show. Wow. What there a was show. a lot of bragging going on there. I hope you all like hearing your names. I think it's fun. Absolutely. Yeah, it's good to see the community uh, getting out there and doing stuff. And I know people like to uh, to hear their names shouted out. And we like doing it. So if you made it this far, thanks for listening. We are wrapping it up. Any closing comments from any of my fellow panel members? Um, I one- knew Elle would have something. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I asked. I just wanted to say that the best idle animation is probably Toe Jam and Earl because you just fall asleep. <laughs> and then you hear, wake up, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> That's always All right. Well, one. thank you for that. Uh, I want I to remind like you, you that like in two weeks time, we will be streaming our live show on Twitch. That is our live panel. So what we're doing here, but live uh, and we do all of our giveaways that day. 
Uh, we probably won't have a Gamertag Challenge winner because it's June 1st, um, but we will have our Patreon winner, a sub on Twitch winner, and then a live viewer winner that day. So I know some people aren't always up to date on the podcast, so that is two weeks out. Uh, be sure to uh, come and watch us then. Uh, otherwise, you know where to follow us on Twitter and Discord. Uh, we have a Patreon and a YouTube. Pretty easy to find. And with that, we bid you adieu. Oh, bye, bye, bye. There it, it is. Thank you, Kush. Um, Corey forgot something. I'm still here. Yep, but I forget. Class is dismissed. Oh, yeah, we don't do that. You don't? Oh, um, bye, class. Fufu doesn't do that. Hell does that. <laughs> we should just have like a fire alarm or like a fire drill during one of these classes. That would make for some interesting listening. Everyone just runs out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just silence People for used to love five or six minutes. Yeah, we get to run outside and do nothing. Not be in class. You just made the list! Welcome back to One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List. A segment where we take a look at the achievement list of a couple of games, one on the awesome spectrum and one in the hot garbage on a warm summer day spectrum. What exactly makes those lists good or bad? Well, that's what we will be discussing. This is one list, two list, bad list, good list. I currently reside in the Mid-South, which means I'm about 20 minutes from Mississippi. It is I, Elroy OMJ, and I am joined today by an individual in the Midwest, which means he is about 20 seconds from corn. He is... Vulgar Latin. Everyone's 20 seconds away from corn if they think hard enough. Yeah. Well, I think I got some in the, in the pantry, maybe. I don't yeah. really eat much corn, honestly. It's good for you. Mm, I don't know, man. You're feeding it to pigs. I know that much. Well, pigs eat anything. I don't think that's your high bar. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> All right. So um, let's just kick this off. Uh, I assume everything's well in the Vulgar Latin universe, so... Um, all is well here as well, so let's just jump in, uh, Mr. Volger. Yes, sir. What is the list that has you wagging the Matumbo finger saying, no, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, so I picked uh, a game from a tiny independent studio. <laughs> uh, really, it's a game that uh, few many people really have heard of. Uh, it's a follow-up, really, to a game. Uh, it's called Destiny 2. Um, what, was the, what was the first one called? Uh, Destiny. Oh, okay. They just put a two at the end. Yeah, okay. they've made stuff. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the reason I, I I played a lot of Destiny 2, and like a lot of the things that I've been putting on the bad list, not bad games. Really good games, actually. Um, but the you can be a, you can be a good game with a bad list and a bad game or a bad list on a good game. I mean, exactly. Yeah. This, yeah. The the main thing though is that this, by all accounts, two hundred plus hour game, easy. With the variety of different things that you're going to be doing, I don't have a ton of experience with the post-launch stuff. But what I can tell you is that I played. I, I took a look here. I started the day day after it came out. I put 111 hours into it. Dang near 150, 112 into it. It has at base 13 achievements, and they are all the blandest list that I've ever seen in a AAA game. It is. So, meh, about how it wants to handle it. It's it's surprising, actually. Uh, it 
it involves you basically just you know we have three character classes and you know just get them up to get them up to max level and uh you know do like uh one of these side things and do our big dungeon yeah do that and um yeah we'll call it a day (laughs) and personally i think that there was a lot more room there for destiny to have more things even if it was just like kill this enemy kill (laughs) like do this with this if you look at the first destiny which i did not play nearly as much it has a variety of different things this feels like a list that happened at four 55 on friday and someone rushed into the room and like hey man we got to come up with a list it's like oh oh yeah a list right and they came up with it at 457 and came in right in time to hit happy hour on friday <laughs> well yeah it's i hadn't ever really considered this but this is you know one of those big games and the achievement list looks like something in a rataleka game i mean each one's worth like 60 or 80 or you know 100 yeah, gamer score. It's, I never looked at this list before. This is really bizarre. And it's not like the, you know, uh, I have, what is it, 12 out of the 13. I didn't do the prestige difficulty Nightfall Strike, which uh, was the, they have a big raid. I didn't do the raid on the hardest difficulty. Um, they've changed it since then. They've added some other stuff too, mm-hmm. which adds a lot more. This is just, for my opinion, the base list. Not Forsaken, or the stuff that they have may add or will add in the future. Uh, that's kind of the problem with this. The base list is just... It's just so bland. Yeah, it's, I, I, I don't think you're wrong on this. So, as you might suspect, I have never played this game, despite it being the right price point. I've never even thought about touching this game. So, for someone that is completely ignorant in the ways of all things Destiny... How long? How many hours are you looking at to unlock each one of these subclasses as it has them listed? Well, um, I think I put, oh, gosh, this was a different time in my life when I just sat down and did one <laughs> thing. So I would say probably in the area of about 20-ish hours, 20 to 25, you could probably do it a little bit faster with new stuff. This is like, I- I'm looking at when I won some of this stuff. so. First few achievements, by the way, got the first one, day it came out, day later I got the next one, then I did stuff like a week later, and I'm like, boom, 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 and then it just took me a little bit longer, and then the last one, it took me 10 days, so acquire each hunter subclass, I did October 10th, and then October 20th, I did the warlock subclass, and I don't know if I had other stuff going on at that point in time, but I mean, it couldn't have taken me that long because i mean it took me 10 days after so yeah question on that so the add-on the you said the forsaken add-on yes now is that adding like a whole new area where you get these other achievements or is that just adding on achievements to the main area where you just have to do things that you might not have done before so it's like six you can do some of them like for free so Mm -hmm. with the forsaken stuff I I know I played Gambit and I didn't have it, so they added a game type and you can play that. Some of this other stuff, I didn't really get into Forsaken all that much, mm-hmm. so that's why I didn't have as much, uh, which is, you know, again, there's a whole Destiny thing inside of our uh, channel, that's the word I'm looking for, inside of our Discord. They're going to mm-hmm. know more about it, and I know... <laughs> 
when this episode drops, I'll inevitably get messaged at like seven o'clock in the morning after, you know, I'll just be waking up Thursday and I'll just be like, oh man, I wonder what people thought of the podcast. And people will just be eviscerating me about my lack of knowledge about destiny. <laughs> well, if you're getting eviscerated, then, uh, I mean, I just know the name of the game. That's basically the extent of my see, knowledge of destiny. See, but you didn't bring it up. I just came in here and I was just like, man, this is terrible. That's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> I just showed up and I was like, yeah, but, and then like, ah, I didn't, I don't know if it got it better or not. I didn't, I didn't keep going. So, I, yeah, it's apparently doable. It's at 1240. That's another problem I have. End mm-hmm. on consist, don't end on, t- on like 40. That's weird. Also, always end on a zero achievements or <laughs> with the gamer score. Uh, and it's, you know, it's only 1994 total TA. So it's weird that, that you know, it's, it's a great investment for over 200 hours of your life. So it's a fun game. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed playing it with a group. Uh, we were called the Ninth Street Pigeons. Mm. I don't know why, but we did it. Uh, we, you know, did the raid. It just needed more raids at the time that I played it. I, I enjoyed my time with it. I you know wouldn't mind going back to it at some point in my life. I probably won't. I just know who I am. But that base game though is so phoned in, and that's why I put it in as the as the worst. It's not hard uh, except for that last one. The doing the they changed it because they mm-hmm. rotated out. But doing the nightfall strike on Grandmaster would probably take some doing. But those are basically like uh, nightfall strikes or instances i guess you'd call them where you get together with a group of four people and you (laughs) have to um like do a thing like beat a boss and all that stuff with your first person shootering and it's unlikely that you're going to get carried you're probably going to have to have someone there you know you're you're all going to have to be kind of geared out with your light levels and everything which is the equipment level uh of your stuff otherwise solid first person shootering I presume it's a pretty good story. I never cared about the story. I'll be I'll be honest. I'm sure it has one, but that's not <laughs> why I did it. it. Wasn't for me. Good game. Good game. <laughs> All right. So one one more question for you here. So you you said that there's uh, all this other stuff they could have added. So what would be your top suggestion for an achievement they just really dropped the ball on that they probably could have incorporated some achievements for, or like some progression stuff or some cool unique things you can do in the game that you know i'm gonna leave it up to people who play it more to maybe say (laughs) but what i will say is something to sprinkle it in there you know something it just needs that something like visit mars for the first time we could have had a total recall reference in there yeah yeah you know there's different enemy types kill those different enemy types there's it's just feel like Something to make that grind for 200 hours feel a little bit more like I'm kind of working towards it. Because mm-hmm. there's nothing more that bothers me is this like, well, I got one achievement. Now I got to wait about 20 hours before I'll get the next one. And then the next mm. one. It's just oh, a God, slow yes. drip. If let's say we had a game and it was bo- like two games and they were each 200 hours and one had 10 achievements and the other had 100 and they mm-hmm. gave out achievements at a pretty equal pace. I would want the one that was 100 achievements just so that I made, like, I felt like I was making some progress and I was chipping away at it as opposed to, like, yeah, there's 10 achievements and uh, it's going to take me forever before I get another one. (laughs) No, you're not wrong on that. That's, uh, 
even even if the end destination is the same, it's all about the journey, don't we know? Yeah, and that's that's for me. That's why I say that Destiny Two, great game on Game Pass. I think it's free. You can just do the whole thing there. Really good game. Bad list. All right. Well, I guess we did a bad list, right? Yes. So, uh, how about a good list? Yay! <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I got you a good list here. So, my good list comes from the game called Redeemer Enhanced Edition. I don't know if there's a non-enhanced edition, but this one's enhanced. And you can tell because it's freaking awesome. I'll take any excuse to talk about this game. So this segment is as good as any because this list is pretty darn good. Let me first give you a little synopsis of it. It is a game by Sobaka Studio. Uh, they have another game that is similar to this uh, that I'll probably I'll talk about in another episode. But uh, it's kind of becoming my little uh, hidden jewel of a studio. And I'll get back to them here in a minute. But this game is, I, I stumbled upon it because it's a beat-em-up. And I've been trying to uh, make some movement up the uh, leaderboard and beat-em-ups in the past month. So this one kind of was the natural progression. It was on sale, and I got it, and I fell in love with it. Now, this one shouldn't be like in the genre beat-em-up. It should be like in the kill them all and let God sort them out kind of a thing. Because <laughs> it's just like over-the-top beat-em-up. I mean, you're just murderizing people. But let's get to the story. So here's your story. Just, uh, just so I can paint a picture for you. Okay. So you have two friends. Okay. Two friends. They're like brothers. Yeah. They're definitely bros, but they're not biological brothers, if you feel me there. So, okay. Uh, right? So they, they, they got those hashtag gains, and uh, they're, 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 ready. they're ready for action here. So they go off to war. You know, most, a lot of bros do that. And they are working for some, like, shady, off-the-record kind of, I don't know, just a shady company that it's not the military as far as I could tell. It's like a contractor maybe, but uh, they kill a lot of people. You know, okay. No problem. That's sure. what they've been trained to do. They kill people. So yes, they're good you do. at that. Yeah. Yeah. They're good at that. And then the head dude of the company says, it's time to start injecting people with a experimental serum. Right. And so one dude said, Hey, that's enough. And they They'd already gone too far. They started creating mutants, okay? They started creating mutants. So okay. killing people, we're all good. We're all good. You start creating mutants, he's got a problem. It's, it crossed the ethical line in his life. All right. So the other bro, he took it, and he became something that he wasn't. You know, he was kind of some kind of creature. And then the original bro that you play as jumps in a choppa and tries to leave because he's like, I'm out of here. But then the other bro tries to stop him so they settled it right then and there. And the only way that he possibly could, he shot him in the face. Okay. So he shot him in the face. And then they noticed that he shot that guy in the face. So they shoot down the chopper. It lands in the Himalayas. And so he becomes a monk. Because that's what you do when you crash land in the Himalayas. You become a monk. And soon they realize he's not dead. So they go and attack his monk brotherhood. And then he becomes a kick-ass monk that is super pissed. And then he rages out and begin game. There you go. There's the backstory. Have I piqued your interest yet? See, I thought this was a game about a guy that uh, liked coupons. <laughs> I don't. I'm not saying he doesn't. <laughs> There's no evidence that he doesn't. But no, that's a good one. I like that one. 
All right, so let's talk about this list. Why this list? All righty. This list does an excellent job of something that I really look for in the list. So in the previous episode, I, on my previous good list, I talked about ones that reference pop culture in the name of the titles. This one, it does not have any kind of references in it. Uh, the names of the achievements are not exactly, I don't know, they're, they're pretty to the point. Like, for example, one is called I Am Death. So, you know, that's for executing 300. (laughs) There is an uh, Enter the Dragon. Yeah, there's a Miyagi, too. Yeah, there you go. It's kind of kung fu Welcome to the jungle. It's not terrible. Don't get me wrong. It's not terrible. Yeah, the Hidden Dragon, see that. Uh, Yeah, it's... But that's not the highlight. Uh, There's Crouching Tiger, too. Yeah. And there's all kinds of kung fu references, but that's not the peak of this so this is something i really look for in a game or something i really enjoy in a game is if it's a level based game such as this one so you know you you beat a stage you go on to level two you beat that stage you move on to level three that's all fun and dandy ideally there would be an achievement for each level i i like that to feel like i'm getting somewhere but it's not completely necessary because some games sprinkle in like if you beat a boss you get the achievement for that so it's kind of like for beating the stage or the level you know things like that but what is something that I really like in a game is where they put something into the game where there is a unique challenge that's on each level that causes you to have to play it in a way that you would not normally. Now, I mentioned this last time when I was talking about Gears Tactics because there was one where there was a couple of achievements in there where you have to like basically go through the entire stage where you're using only the pistol or something like that, which you would not normally do. Sure. Well, this whole this whole game has chapter-based achievements so there's one for each chapter where you have to do something unique okay so for example there's one stage uh i forget the name of the achievement but it is where you have to basically shove everyone into a propeller okay oh there it is i think it's mincemeat no no that might have been the other one where you're shoving everyone into a fan he likes shoving people into twirling objects but (laughs) But there's one where there's a bunch of planes there. And so you have to kind of lure enemies close to it. And then when you get close to killing them, you can shove them into the environment and kill them. And so you have to kind of plan it to get them close to propeller and then shove them to the propeller and, and do it on every propeller in the level. And so that's not something you normally would do. You probably shove them into a couple propellers, but there's some that are kind of off the beaten path where you have to lure enemies over to it. So it was kind of unique. Uh, there's another one where you can't use any guns. There's another one where there's all these glass tubes. Now, this one was actually kind of challenging. It's it's one of the higher ratioed ones on there where you can't break any of the glass. So you have to kind of go through it real slow and be careful not to throw anybody into the glass. Uh, and so things like that where it adds a unique challenge to it. So a lot of games do something like this where they cause you to have to play the, the level again. But what they're trying to challenge you with is like a speed run. They're like beat chapter six, you know, in under four minutes or something like that. And the speed run. No, that's not what I want. I want something different, not faster. Uh, faster doesn't do anything for me. I, I, I'd rather not uh, speed runs. No, not my thing, but I do like finding like unique things uh, in the stage that are, you know, just a different way to play it. So, that's what this game does well, is that every chapter you, you'll need to check the achievement list and see what you need to do 
And then when you get to the end of the of the thing of the level, sometimes it pops then, sometimes it pops early. It just depends on what one it was. Like if you have to beat the entire stage or not to get the achievement, then obviously you have to beat the stage before you know if you got it or not. Uh, but other ones, it's not like that. Like there's one where you have to destroy every door <laughs> in the in the level. That's like I think level one. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's just very leveled out like that where. I actually was looking forward to whatever the challenge was on each stage because it's not an overly challenging game. I mean, it's only worth what, uh, 1600 TA. So, I mean, it's not a super challenging game, but the challenges on each level kept it interesting where I, I, I just, I just enjoyed trying to get the level specific achievement on each one. Some of the other strengths, they have some grindy achievements, but they're not grindy because you're going to do these things before the end of the game. I mean, you could theoretically start a new game and just start up and then do it that many times, like the parry 300 times, just go to the first enemy and just block his attack 300 times. But there's no need to do that because you'll get it before the end of the game uh, if you're playing the game through. So the the numbers they put for those aren't outrageous, like perform 100 stealth kills. That's, you know, that sounds like maybe a lot, but you got to keep in mind, you're killing foes left and right. I mean, this is like a, I mean, it is just murderizing this, this entire army. So there is a, a hardcore mode achievement that I'm not a fan of, but I give it a pass because I kind of have this tier list in my, in my head where if it's going to be like a, a difficulty based achievement, well, first there's like, there's a, here's my tier system. So tier one, they stack. So if you want to do the hardest difficulty first, they stack. You play the game once. You feel awesome because you did it on the hardest difficulty first. Uh, tier two is where you have an opportunity to like cheese it or carry over your stats from the previous one. So like you beat the game on normal, you can keep your stats and then go play it again on the harder difficulty where it's not as challenging. That's mm-hmm. my tier two. Tier three is where you have to play through, but there are playthroughs on games that are fun that you don't mind playing through. And then the lastly, tier four is where you have to play the whole freaking game that sucks from start to finish like three times on easy, normal, and hard. That's, sure. Yeah, I hate those. So this is like, I don't know if it's stackable. I didn't try that. And I don't know if my stats carry over. I haven't started my hardcore playthrough yet. So worst case scenario, you got a t- tier three situation here, but it's definitely not tier four because this game's a blast to play. So if you like <laughs> running around like, just murdering people with your hands and then grabbing any item that you see and just beating somebody to death with it. I mean, it really was a great game. I can't recommend this game enough. It is it's really a lot of fun to play. And uh, it's, it's interestingly enough, it's not really that well played. I mean, it's only got 1,700 track gamers, so not a ton, but, you know, given it came out two years ago, that, it, that it's not a lot. It's, it's, it's better than that. So a couple of people on my friends list Friends list has played it. X has played it. Kush has played it. Rockers played it. So not a ton of people have played it. But anyway, and then one last sidebar on this game. This has nothing to do with the game itself, but it does it definitely needs to be mentioned, which is so Baca Studios. They have another reason to buy this game. It's not the list, but it is. But it, that's not what this is. This is the intro. You know, like how the studios have their little five second animation or whatever before the game starts you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. yeah okay so so baka studios beat it i mean <laughs> it's like the best intro animation i know of it's like this 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 arm it's like half flexed 
and it's like, you know, he like flexes his arm and then like a spotlight appears and then he makes a dog shadow puppet on the, on the, on it with this, this, you know, massive arm on the screen. I don't know. It just really, uh, it makes me laugh every time I see it. I like it. <laughs> and so, so Baca, uh, I will be buying all of your games. Uh, just keep them coming. There's only a couple right now and uh, they need to com- come up with some more. And spoiler alert, the other game, Nine Monkeys of Shalom, it has an awesome list too. Both of their games have had awesome lists. Great. And Nine Monkeys of Shalom? Shalom, I don't know. Shalom? Sure. Okay. Nine Monkeys of Shalom makes it sound like it's some sort of uh, <laughs> ascetic Jewish beat-em-up. <laughs> well, if they, pay, if they made that, I would buy it because this, this studio, I, I, I'm in love with this studio, man. They only got two games, man. They got to come up with some more. But anyhow, and that other game has a very similar list, but I'll probably talk about it in another episode just because I like talking about these games because they're so much fun to play. Maybe I just like beat-em-ups. I don't know. But uh, yeah. Sure. Bumps. Yeah. yeah, man. Do you have access to this game? It's, d- it's up to $30 again. Their, their games are pricey. Then they go on sale, and then you, you need to get them when they're on sale. Yeah, I, it, it's 30 bucks right now for me. It goes on sale pretty re- uh, frequently, though, it looks like, so I'll yeah. have to keep an eye out on that. Looks Definitely. like you haven't completed it? No, it's uh, actually showed back up on my uh, RTDL, so I will be probably getting back to it uh, this, yeah, probably this month. I meant to. I just, uh, something else came up, and uh, it's not because I didn't want to. I, I just, I don't know. I just forgot to go back and finish it, so... I thought I'd only had the hardcore thing left, but it looks like I'm missing about five achievements. So <laughs> I got to remedy that. That's, yeah. Because uh, I, I really do enjoy playing this game. And then I'd have a completion on the entire uh, studio offerings, I guess, because I finished the other game too. So Yeah. No. And just looking, there's actually, there's a crouching tiger. There's a hidden dragon. There's an, <laughs> are you not entertained? Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess I did. The raging bull. Hey, maybe I undersold that aspect of it. There's definitely some uh, tough guy named achievements here. So there can be only one <laughs> who run barter town. Come on. This is. Okay. Hey, you're just adding fuel to this. This is definitely <laughs> uh but uh, I'm not sure what happened with the word glass. They misspelled glass. There, oh, I, uh, yeah, they, they have some uh, misspellings <laughs> here. <laughs> Uh, it in that uh, I was looking at it and I was like, "Wait, what? That doesn't." <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Glass, you, know, you can throw you if you're as awesome of a game as this is, you can throw an extra S in there. So yeah, there's uh, it's uh, the whole a whole thing about uh, achievements that need copy editing. <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, at least Destiny Two, they uh, they at least spell everything right, even though they did it at four fifty five on a uh, Friday afternoon, right? <laughs> yeah, they they got the intern to do it. <laughs> no dessert possums or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, so if you have an opportunity to play this game, most definitely enjoy the list. It makes it actually enhances the game because as you go through it, you'll have more fun playing it, trying to get these certain achievements. So, uh, to me, that's the mark of a good list where it improves the game. So, there you go. Awesome. Yep. All right. Well, I guess uh, our time has come to an end, right? Yeah, I suppose so. But we will return. And if uh, anyone has lists that they would like to see us talk about or lists that they're like, man, these are the worst, or they'd like to agree with us or, uh, I guess, disagree, you can do that too. That's allowed. 
uh, you just post it in the, the podcast discussion channel. We'd be interested to see what your thoughts are. Yeah, and tag tag him, not me, on that Destiny talk. I, I had nothing to do with that. I, I, <laughs> he, is, he is blameless. <laughs> hey, I just showed up here and he started talking about Destiny. And, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was destined. It was predetermined. <laughs> Indeed. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, have a good one. See ya. Barberman Brothers, let's go! Hello and welcome to Wakapale Preloaded. I'm Wakapale, and today I'm taking a look at Super Bomberman R, which has been available on at least one free-to-play weekend, as well as games with gold for a month. Do you like Bomberman? I imagine I do. But every time I've played it in recent years, it has been a miserable experience. This is mostly due to having no real-life friends at a similar skill level, or at all interested in playing it. Bomberman's puzzly action can be fantastic under the right circumstances, but I've only been playing it for achievements recently, which is not very fun. I'm probably not alone believing Bomberman can be fun. Super Bomberman R has over 80,000 players on TEA, but more than 25% of starters have only earned a single achievement, with a rapidly falling achievement distribution. Super Bomberman R is very, very easy, yet its 1000 game score is worth more than 11,000 TA. This is due to the achievements being a major snooze fest. Unless you have a very patient nephew, some of the end game achievements, such as destroying 1 million blocks or using 1 million bombs, will take you hundreds of hours, but they do have a ratio over 40. The 80 game score from 1 million blocks alone is worth over 3700 TA at the moment. With a friend, you can boost Room Champ worth 50 game score and 780 TA, which gives it a ratio above 15 in a few hours by creating a room and battling 100 times. The ratio is crazily inflated due to how stupid this achievement is. In order for it to count, you have to back out to the main menu and create a new online room every single time. While you can invite your friend, it sometimes takes forever to match up or just times out, while it other times works in seconds. Thankfully, the achievement tracker works. Playing 1000 local matches is estimated to take around 5 hours, yet has a ratio above 18 with its 30 game score being worth 554 TA. If you have a second controller or player, you can easily wrap up most miscellaneous achievements in an hour or two. There's also an achievement for winning a match with the five dastardly bombers, which requires you to beat story mode, then purchase them in the in-game store using in-game credits. Credits is earned for playing the campaign and multiplayer, with multiplayer being the fastest way to earn them, by ending matches as quick as you can. You're probably going to play a few hours of multiplayer to grind out the credits you'll need for the rest of the game. The story mode has three difficulties and for some reason do not stack, meaning it requires three separate playthroughs. Just playing it once is a major bore, with completing beginner difficulty having a ratio of 5, veteran a ratio of 7, an expert a baffling 12.3, with its 80 game score being worth close to 1000 TA. 
As I mentioned, completing the story mode is very easy due to the fact that if you have enough credits, you get unlimited continues, which does not restart the level. While using continues may appear expensive, especially at higher difficulties. It is in fact cheaper than you think, as you only have to pay for the first two continues per level. The remaining continues are free. As long as you've played some multiplayer beforehand, you likely have enough credits to easily blast through the story mode, which takes a few hours per difficulty. Unfortunately, the story mode is super boring, which partly explains the high ratios. According to TA, I played the game for 16 hours and I am at 850 game score worth 5200 TA. At 20 hours, I'll very likely have 880 game score worth 5700 TA. I'm pretty sure I'll never get the 1 million blocks or 1 million bombs for the final two achievements worth 120 game score and over 5000 TA as they would take hundreds of hours to unlock. Unless you have friends over, I cannot recommend Super Bomberman R for fun, but if you want some high TA in relatively short time, it delivers and most achievements can be preloaded due to the working achievement tracking. Just be prepared to be very bored unless you multitask, which is totally doable as it requires next to no skill. Have a nice day everyone!